Hello, everyone, and thank you for tuning in to the UT Podcast by Developing Lafayette. My name is Ben Powers. I'm your host. And what we like to do with this podcast is we like to invite different business owners, different community influencers in Lafayette Parish that really highlight Lafayette Parish and what we're all about. Today, we have uh, David Dockhan with... uh, He's public affairs manager at Cox, and he's also junior achievement of Acadiana board chairman. Um, we're going to be talking a little bit about uh, the junior achievement of Acadiana and kind of what all of that entails. Even though uh, the event is postponed for now, right? Which is interesting. We've had this scheduled for about a month now, but uh, we're still going to talk about it. But first, uh, I'll let you kind of. Uh, take the floor. Uh, I know you've introduced yourself on here before, but if you want to do it again, uh, we'll go from there. Yeah, that's cool. Well, um, my name is David Dockian. I'm the public affairs manager for Cox for the state of Louisiana. Um, I oversee kind of everything we do that deals with the community um, and also help with some market operations here in Acadiana. And then uh, I do a lot of stuff in the community. It's important to me to be involved. So I'm the board chair for Junior Achievement. I'm also the board chair for Downtown Lafayette Unlimited. But today we're talking about junior achievement and uh i'll tell you what got me involved in the program is that uh, at my previous job when i was working for gannett we went and volunteered uh, for this program called ja in a day and it's where volunteers go into classrooms and teach kids about financial literacy and so you go in and the the kids learn uh about a checkbook how it works they learn uh how how bills work um, and, you know, some of the kids at first are like, this is kind of dumb. But then when we got to the end of it, um, this kid came up to me and he was kind of like crying, not like boohooing, but like kind of just like little tears in his eyes. And he was saying that his mom had to work two jobs and he was kind of resentful that she was never home. But once he realized, you know, like you have to pay your car note, you got to pay for car insurance. She's a single mom. You know, you've got healthcare costs, you've got rent. And he's like, he never in his mind put all that together as to how much it costs to live in a month. And I realized that's a real gap for education uh, in in the whole country. So I got involved with the board at that point. Um, And right now the program, we've grown it a lot, but we're only reaching about 6,000 kids and we've got about 50,000 kids uh, in all of Acadiana that we could impact. Oh, so wow. we, we continue to do events and raise money so that we can get this program out to more schools. That's a, that's a crazy story. I mean, you're, you're right. Financial literacy, literacy is something that you don't really hear about that much. Um, I know when I was in uh, middle school and high school, there, I, we had home ec. I don't know too many people that have home ec classes anymore. Yeah, I don't think so. And I, I don't think we had it even when I was in high. I think there was home ec, but I didn't go to it so i took it because yeah, i should I th- have <laughs> i thought it was interesting i was like oh cool i've always seen on movies that they they can cook in school and they can uh-huh. learn how to work a washer and dryer i thought that was cool and i was like oh our school has that so i took it it was one of those uh, electoral electoral classes or whatever so i took it and i realized that i can cook uh taco salad okay i learned how to cook taco salad uh i learned how to uh, make this is so dumb, but I learned how to make Kool Aid. Yeah. Who doesn't know how to make Kool Aid? But well, you know, you, you can add get too much the sugar, sugar proportions right. 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 Yeah. Um, I learned how to how not to load a washer, uh-huh. even though uh, I still load a washer the way I, I want to load it. 
<laughs> so it is what it is. Uh, some people would probably freak out if I tell them that I put all my darks and whites in the same load. Oh, yeah, I'd freak too. <laughs> <laughs> I do. Well, it's working for you. It works. It I works. Don't, so we, we are careful, though. Um, a lot of the towels that we do have have been through the wash several times in our clothes. You know, I know there's a, a chance for bleeding, color yeah. bleeding. Um, we haven't had any issues. Yeah. Well, hey, if it's working for you. The one issue I'll tell you that I have had is, I don't know why I'm going on a tangent of this, this subject, but uh, whenever we get a new blanket, mm-hmm. like a, a throw, right. we put it in the wash and we put it in the dry and every article of clothing we have has fuzz on it. Yeah. That's the worst. Yeah, that is the worst. But anyway, <laughs> look, let me get off this tangent of home ec, but uh, you're right. Um Financial literacy. I think I've had one class that taught me how to write a checkbook, and I haven't owned a check since 2006. Right. Right. So, but you still, even with a debit card, you need yeah. to know, oh, yeah. like, you know, you're not just swiping endlessly. There, there's a oh, finite amount. It is. It, God. And you, you, you know what? Sometimes <laughs> I let myself forget that, and uh-huh. I shouldn't. But I try to keep, like, a, a mental figure in my head so like mm-hmm. each morning or whatever i'll look at our account because i could just swipe on the screen and see like a, a right. like a quick sample and i'll look at the figure and i'm like okay so whenever i swipe i try to imagine that figure coming out and i kind of do that mm-hmm. and then at the end of the day i kind of look at it again i'm like okay i'm, I'm we're at where i think we should be at yeah. which is probably the worst way to manage money look yeah i think <laughs> if a junior achievement class may recommend a different route <laughs> on recommend. that. But again, if it's working for you, I mean... So what is some of the core principles in a class for junior achievement that you teach in financial literacy? Well, right? I mean, and we have a ton of classes, but uh, right. the, the youngest kids that are taught are usually in kindergarten, and it goes up uh, all the way to high school. Um, for the kids that are in a high school program, we have what's called the Virtual Finance Park. And the thing about that that's really cool is you um, you basically go to a computer and it's like, hey, your name is Ben Powers. You know, you are a nursing assistant. Your credit score is 540. You have, uh, you know, per check, you bring home $2,000. Um, these are your expenses. Now figure it out. You know, and so it like puts kids in a real world, situ- world situation where they have to understand uh, why credit's important and how it's used and how to use it the best way. They have to understand, like, you know, maybe you want a fancy German car, but it might be better for you to buy something more economical right now until you get your credit card bill paid off. So it kind of really puts people in a, a, a real-world situation so they can understand how this all works. Um, and it, it's it's kind of neat to see it, uh, see how people are enlightened uh, by the program and it's really funny for me when you see the kids that are like you know like you're a trial attorney you know you're making three hundred fifty thousand dollars. your credit score is perfect you know your house is paid for they have a little uh they have a little different taste walking out right, of that class right, yeah right. but somebody whose family struggles and all that good stuff the, the perspectives are so different because it some is some people's idea of a lot of money is Isn't literally change to right. some others and like if they had only this amount like for a lawyer that's doing really mm-hmm. well 
seeing how much people actually live on for the more majority of the people mm-hmm. it's a ridiculous like they wouldn't well, yeah. make it well and if you, car note, right, house and, note. and if you look at you know if you look just at statistics that were put out by united way they did this report called alice uh alice stands for asset limited income constrained employed which is a different way of saying like the working poor yeah but across the state of louisiana there are you know Almost 40% of Louisiana residents are like one paycheck away from disaster, you know, and that's kind of one of these things that the class teaches like, okay, so you've got, you know, X amount of money in your savings account, you know, you own your house, you're still paying your mortgage or whatever, but your AC goes out, you know, Mm -hmm. and I don't know if yours has ever gone out, but that's a, Um, it's, it's a hit. I mean, you... (laughs) When you you realize you know it's like well I've been saving this money and we're gonna go on a trip then it's like well uh, no you're gonna use eight thousand dollars to replace your oh. air conditioner unit and so you're like you know so that's kind of what this whole class does is it really really helps us um, really helps us uh, hammer through to kids how important it is to not only know your worth but also to live within your means and and we've had some positive success and then the other classes that we have it's about the whole reason we're here it's about the trust your crazy idea challenge yeah i was gonna uh try to get touched on that it's so how do you go from the financial literacy classes all the different classes that you have into this trust your crazy idea because you know in being an entrepreneur and that's kind of where i think that's kind of headed right um pretty much Everything you learn in financial literacy, you almost have to like be okay with risking all the all knowledge that. you have yeah. to pursue something that you know may or may not work. Right. Like, how do you go from teaching them responsibility? Mm-hmm. And I know there's some responsibility that can be carried over with taking risk, but when you take a risk, I mean, you, that's a risk. Like, how, yeah. do you, how do you go from that to... I think it's more about taking a calculated risk, mm-hmm. you know, um, knowing uh, what what you have available and what you're comfortable losing, you know, walking into it. But um, Acadiana High is one of the uh, schools that for the last two years they've won the state contest. They have a whole entrepreneurship program. God, I wish I had that. The, I mean, school. I wish I did too, um, you know, but the thing about uh, the Trust Your Crazy Idea Challenge is we're encouraging people to like... Follow their gut. Try something off the wall, but I mean, not too off the wall. Something you think could be a viable business. Um, but what they're doing is they're they're doing a pitch, kind of like Shark Tank, um, and you know, hoping to get investors to buy in. Um, and and so we've seen some really really. Are they pitching real ideas? Or yeah, just... they're pitching real ideas. Okay, they're pitching real ideas. And uh, for example. Um, the kids that won two years ago, they were uh, students at Acadiana High School. Um, one of the uh, challenges they said that African-American women face is buying makeup because they said, and uh, they were both African-American students, and they said, we cannot ever find makeup to match our skin tone. Like, it's either too light, too dark, too something. And I, I don't understand the whole makeup world, but they created this app that you take a picture of your neck because apparently that is what you want to match your makeup to, and it finds the perfect makeup to match your face. Um, and and so they pitched that, and they won. And then there were some uh, students last year that uh, pitched something that I thought was so cool. And as we were, you know, going through the process, some businesses in that 
realm popped up. These girls were uh, pitching that uh, their moms were always complaining that the garbage cans outside were nasty and stink. Mm -hmm. And they said, what if we created this garbage truck that comes behind the garbage truck and washes out your trash can? And the next thing you know, there's like three businesses in Lafayette popping up like that. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of... kind of cool it's kind of cool to see that uh see their minds work but also to see them be empowered and so when the kids are going through this program first of all they have to pitch their teachers uh on whether or not this is a good idea then they have to create their pitch which they're going to present uh shark tank style in front of a panel of judges oh man then they've got to create uh like a powerpoint and they've got to create a video uh kind of like a commercial for their uh product um, or their idea. And there's been some really, really innovative ideas and things that I didn't realize always uh, that were challenges. But, you know, uh, it's been really, really neat to see how the kids have been making it work. And uh, so there's a local competition in Shreveport, in Lafayette, in Baton Rouge, and New Orleans. And then uh, we're sponsoring the statewide competition here in Lafayette. One day, we so hope. who's yeah. sponsoring it? Is it Cox? Uh, Cox well, yes. Cox is a sponsor. Um, we have uh, quite a few sponsors, and I wish I had the whole list of everybody sponsoring. I think, uh, I think we're um, an in-kind sponsor. I think you yeah. are. And yeah. one of the big sponsors I'm seeing here is the, uh, that, that really helps with the kids is uh, Drew Breeze's foundation, mm-hmm. the Breeze Dream Foundation. Um, the cool thing is uh, the kids that win are going to get, uh, it's like a grand prize of $10,000 in oh, wow. scholarships uh, for college. <clears throat> Um, but there's also an additional $5,000 that goes to the school for the winning program. And, you know, we've seen how that money really makes a difference in these entrepreneurship programs. So, so somebody, a a student wins Mm -hmm. with their, their idea and they get scholarship money. What happens to that idea? Well, we hope that it would uh, be picked up and turned into a business. Um, You know, we have seen some of the kids that have gone on to college and started a business while they're in college, but maybe not that same business. Right. You know, uh, it's interesting. You you, you never know where the next business is going to come from, because mm -hmm. what I'm finding and, you know, I, of course, I'm a very creative person. I'm always looking for something that may need a better way to do something. Mm -hmm. Uh, Every time I think I found that somebody's already created it. Right. But um yeah, it's. I lost my train of thought, but um, you know, growing up, you okay. No, I know where I was at. Basically, you find. So let's say you're in a particular industry. Let's say you're in for you're a woman and you love makeup, right? But you find a, a problem in makeup, right? Uh, as a man that doesn't wear makeup, doesn't use makeup, right. Doesn't really have anything to do with makeup. I would have never known that that was a problem. that was an issue, right? So. I and, guess. and watching them pitch, yeah. the women in the room are all nodding. They're like, yes, that is a problem. Oh, that's amazing. You know, so it's neat, you know, because um, I think it also encourages the use of uh, diversity. Because yeah. um, when you look at a lot of um, tech startups, a lot of the startup people kind of look the same. Uh, and when you look at these high school students, they are from all different uh, backgrounds, all different ethnicities. Um, experiencing all different walks of life 
And so seeing what their challenges are and them finding a way to like overcome those challenges through creating a business, it's, it's like really, really inspiring because you see like 15 and 16 year old kids and you're like, man, they're, she's going to be rich. You know, she's got this figured out. Oh, that's so interesting to see. So this is a cool program. So how long has this program, how long has this been a, it's a nonprofit, right? Yeah. Junior Achievement is, uh. I believe, uh, I know it's over 50 years old. I think they're at the wow. 100th year. Um, and they've been just working with schools. Um, and one of the reasons right now that we're trying to like expand uh, so much is the state legislature has uh, passed kind of a rule, a, a law, if you will, that now financial literacy education has to be part of a curriculum for high school students. So uh, so we're trying to step in and help because a lot of the schools are like, well, now we have this mandate, but how do we how do we implement this? You know, like, yeah. you know, so that's what we're, we're kind of trying to step in and help fill in the gaps. Dude, that's amazing. Uh, I, I, you know, knowing what I know now, as far as where I'm at in life, I would have loved to have had opportunities like the junior achievement in my school you know, a, a financial literacy. We had a class, a finance class. It was basically how to write a check. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, that's all I remember from that class. How to write uh, a check. How to write a check. And then my home economics class, years before that, uh, we did learn that having a baby is expensive. Yeah. So we have one child and we're, we, we're sticking with one child. <laughs> uh, we do have an angel baby. But we have one child who we're responsible for financially, and it's hard. Daycare yeah. alone, yeah, is ridiculous. So if you're if you're someone who's not a mom or a dad yet, just letting you know, daycare costs per month is over five hundred dollars a month. And you still have to pay when they don't go, right? Because they can yes. they can make your kid stay home, but they, you still have to pay. Why do you say that? So I I was telling you before we went on, my kid actually came down with a fever Monday. So he had to stay home from uh, Monday afternoon, Tuesday, Wednesday, and yesterday, Thursday. Uh-huh. And so I'm sitting here like, great. So, you know, my, my dream my dream mind was like, oh, maybe they'll, maybe they'll let me not have to pay those few days. Right, no, right. No, I no, know that's not going to happen. It's, it's never happened. But so we still have to pay. Uh, ridiculous, but yeah, home economics, any of those financial literacy, those are amazing classes. Um, so what's, so this trust your, uh, trust your crazy idea challenge is postponed. I don't know. Yeah, it's postponed. It was, um, it was going to be in Lafayette at UL, uh, next week. Gotcha. But, you know, a lot of the school systems right now are restricting student travel. Um, and then you saw overnight, we've had a few more uh, cases of the COVID-19 popping up in Orleans Parish. So, you know, the logical decision was to postpone this until we can get everyone to participate. <clears throat> you know, I'm a little partial because I'm here and I love Team Acadiana. Yeah. And uh, this year, the students are from uh, Turlings. Uh, Acadiana has won the last two years in a row. And, you know, I think it's only fair that they win again against everybody in the state. Right. So uh, so we're going to do it. We're going to do it. We just have to you know, wait till this kind of clears. We, because, you know, um, when, when Cox stepped in, we wanted it 
uh, we wanted to kind of increase the production value yeah. of the event to kind of make it really feel like a Shark Tank. Yeah, would you guys have uh, been doing great jobs at yeah. increasing production value for like Innovate? Innovate. Wasn't it, yeah. wasn't it great? Uh, yeah, it, was, it looked amazing. Yeah, I have to give props to my colleague, Louis Lemoyne, because he... He's the one that kind of has that in his mind. He knows what something's supposed to look like, yeah. and he makes it happen. No, it looked like a Silicon Valley style setup. Like I was yeah. like, I, I didn't, I wasn't able to attend the event in person, which right. I, I wish I was able to. I, I had so many different things scheduled, but uh, this year I plan on making it. I'm going to make it. Yeah, I'm not you better come. I mean, it's it's there. really neat, and it, you know, we put our. Um, you know, our medical pitch is part of yeah, that yeah. this year and just watching these people come through. And when we saw how this was working out, uh, we said, you know, we've got to try and inspire kids to do this. And so that's why we wanted to step in and kind of up the production value for uh, Trust Your Crazy Idea Challenge for JA. And we also want to, uh, you know, make it to where more children can come. Uh, so that you know their classmates can come yeah. and see what they're doing, and you know we're hoping some business people when we reschedule will come as well because you never know you might find a uh, an idea for something you could launch. It's uh, pretty impressive. Well, um, so those uh, so let's say those business people were to show up, and those kids have a, an idea. Obviously, those kids are going to be worked hand in hand with, right? Those business people are not going to just yank the idea. Nah, and no, just and cash the kids, out. yeah, and the kids, the kids we've been working with, and um, we've done a lot of work with Destin Ortigo at the Opportunity yeah. Machine in Lafayette, and similar organizations across the state to kind of get the kids ready, like to understand kind of that different financial literacy of owning, operating, and launching a business. So, kind of uh, letting them know, you know, well, you know, here's what you. St- your startup cost is going to have to be, you're going to have to pay your staff. How much is this going to cost you? And here's how you pitch it to investors. So there's like a whole, you know, realm of education. And it's just so cool to see it taking off and kind of, you know, inspiring kids um, to want to do something like that. Because, you know, I think um, growing up, we were just mainly... I hate to say we weren't encouraged to be creative because I definitely was encouraged to be creative, but I was encouraged to find a solid job. Oh yeah, find no. a good job, find a career. In the eighties and nineties, yeah, that was the the theme. Like it was like you need to find a good job, you need to find something that's steady, you need to you know support your family, and that's all still true. Yeah, but but you can do it different ways. There's now. so many ways of making it in mm-hmm. life, and the the ability, especially with how advanced technology has computers i mean your computer my phone i started my business on my phone that's awesome which is ridiculous to tell people because 20 years ago that was never not going to be a thing yeah but 20 years ago you had computers so like companies like golfballs.com who's a local company here started just because they were selling used golf balls but then now it's a big multi-million dollar business right it's like that would be so awesome and you know you know his uh his wife is an entrepreneur yeah yeah. she has with her printing business i mean Wow, what a success story. And yeah. right here in Lafayette, and there's so many, you know, Lafayette's such an awesome community that there's so many people who are innovative and have launched businesses here that you just, you know, it's like, why didn't I think of that? Or I never would have thought of that. It's, it's mostly the case. There's so many. Um, one in particular that I just popped into my mind, and it's she's still relatively new. It's a uh, Something Borrowed Blooms. We honored them at our JA Awards. Well, they are... A brand new company, yep. and they they saw an idea of providing silk flowers mm-hmm. for weddings. Like 
and you you rent them. You, you buy it. You pay a, a five hundred dollar about price for your wedding to get mm-hmm. your entire floral arrangement. Now, yeah. all of it, your boutonnieres, all your your little things, your your uh, whatever the the middle thing was, I forgot the, the bouquet. The bouquet. Yes. So you get all that for cheap instead of paying like three or four thousand dollars. You get it at a discount, and it still looks amazing. And they even have a signature floral scent that they put on the flowers oh, in wow. the box so when you open the box you it get this floral like scent and i've seen some of their arrangement it looks real yeah it it, looks it, real. it's not like the fake uh flowers my grandma used to i know have. you can't yeah. like not like dollar tree or something you're, you're right like, oh. no they i mean they've got high quality and whatever yeah. and their business has just exploded yeah they're doing I'm so well. excited for them and and you know they're good people they're, oh, they're really good people really nice i'm so excited to see people one of the co-owners like uh, she lives in new orleans uh uh lakin lakin is her last name and then the other owner lives here her name's lauren bercier which i'm actually having her on mm-hmm. in april to talk about the uh the company but yeah so uh tons of uh local talent here and it's amazing to see so i'm actually excited hopefully we can get this rescheduled to a day oh, we're that, gonna get it rescheduled well, yeah i like, promise you that because it's the kids look so forward to it um we uh we really it's important to us to get it rescheduled so we just after after this uh health situation passes this, uh, we'll get it done because you know i mean yeah. we want kids to have an awesome experience we don't want right. anybody getting sick so we don't want anybody getting sick and we you know and all the events have been canceled you know all of this month pretty much any big event has been yeah. canceled and it's kind of crazy but um we're looking forward to the rescheduling yeah we um, are too we're gonna get new advertisements put on our site with the new dates, and uh, once we know the new dates, I'll publish it. Thank you on the Facebook page. And we have a, uh, an Eventbrite link where you can get tickets. The tickets, um, there's no charge for the tickets, nice. but you know we just want to have a good count. Yeah, yeah. So, um, guys, if you are listening, oh, by the way, Brian Burns said, "Hey, David." Uh, hey, Brian. <laughs> I don't know when he says it, but it, I'm looking at the comments. He did say it. Um, so, guys, um, if you want to learn more about Junior Achievement of Acadiana. Obviously, all you got to do is just Google it, Junior Achievement of Acadiana. It'll probably pre-populate it in the Uh search bar for you. Uh, Check them out on their website. Uh, They have a big about uh, about them on their page, and it also explains all the different um, things that they offer and the the Trust Your Acadian, Trust Your Crazy Idea Challenge, all that good stuff. Um, Is there anything else that you want to mention about the Junior Achievement? The only thing I would mention is go check out our website. We're always looking for volunteers. You so know, volunteers. We're always looking for donors as well, but volunteers to go into the classroom and, and teach our program. We have a lot of great volunteers from local uh, accounting firms and banks and uh, different businesses around Acadiana, but we always need more volunteers. Um, and it really is, you know, when you look at uh, what you get back from what you put in, it's it's really a rewarding experience. And uh Definitely worth your time. So uh, look into volunteering, and that that would be a great way to help. Okay. Well, cool. What I'll do is uh, at the end of this episode, I'll go edit the Facebook post, let everybody know, and I'll put the website. I'll say, you know, if you're looking for a volunteer, mm-hmm. if you want, you're looking to donate, um, just go to that website. So Thank if you. you're listening, do check back on the Facebook post. You'll see the that link and information all there. Uh, other than that, I'm excited about it. Um, I love seeing new ideas i love seeing entrepreneurial events and 
minds at work. I, I love watching Shark Tank, so that resonates with me as far as it being that kind of pitch style. And um, I, I'm glued every time I see somebody hit with an idea. Yeah, I'm like, how amazing was it for them to come up with that idea? Because how come I didn't think about that? Like right. it's always the case. Like how do like how come I didn't think about renting flowers to a wedding? Right. But hey, hey, I'm gonna uh, send you an email when it's rescheduled, so we'll make sure you can come and check it out. Yeah, definitely do that. Um, also, guys, since it's uh, we're about 30 minutes, which this is this has been a shorter podcast, and I don't know if you appreciate that or not, but if you do, uh, please go and follow the podcast on iTunes. We're also on Spotify, Stitcher, uh, Google Play. Uh, you can find it on Android, all that good stuff. So, and um, there's a graphic right there on your screen, so it shows the Apple and Spotify. Uh, but you can find it pretty much anywhere you get your podcasts. I think I'm I'm pretty much tapped out on all the sources that I can fit it. I think iHeartRadio may be the last spot. Uh, other than that, it's everywhere you can find it. So please check it out. And um, guys, please stay safe out there. Uh, wash your hands for 20 seconds before you rinse. And uh, yeah, it's to stay safe. All right, David, it was a pleasure. Hey, thanks so much. All right. For information on sponsoring the Tea Podcast by Developing Lafayette, go to our website at developinglafayette.com and click Advertise.